Hey everyone, I'm back. How are we doing? Um, I hope your last week has gone well and I hope that you're all staying safe. Um, I have had a really good week actually, weirdly. Um, despite everything, I'm actually finding little pockets of happiness within all of this madness, so that's really nice. Um, and I felt like recording today, so I thought I'd sit down, get my mic up and just have a bit of a chat with you guys. I've been thinking recently that now is like a great time for me to work on some of my triggers and some of the things that can make me stressed, um, that kind of pop up amongst my day to day life that normally I would just kind of brush to the side and say, oh, I don't really have time to work on that right now. I'm going to just carry on. Um, And right now I kind of have the time to write down things as they come up and kind of keep track and see what is going on in my brain. (laughs) Who knows at this point? Um, But it's really, it's been quite eye-opening because I've been able to slow down and really like look at what, upsets me or look at what sort of triggers me um on a day-to-day basis um and kind of connect the dots because I don't think we give ourselves enough time to do that and by trigger I mean you know when sometimes you'll just be getting on with your day and someone will message you something or something will go wrong or something doesn't quite go to plan and you feel as though your life is falling apart, <laughs> That that's kind of um, a very non-scientific way of explaining a trigger. Um, and we've all got them and they're all, you know, everybody is triggered by different things. Um, and I actually think that they're not a bad thing um, because they kind of show you what you still need to work on. So I've been really enjoying doing that. Um, Not at the time. (laughs) At the time when I'm triggered, it's not fun. Um, But when I sit down and actually really think about it and work it out, a lot of it is quite obvious. And I used to, before therapy, I used to think, oh, I just don't know how to sort out my thoughts and I don't know how to arrange them and I don't know how to figure out why this is triggering me. And I, I didn't even really know what a trigger was. I just used to think, oh, this is really upsetting me and that's so unfair and all of this is so crap when actually I didn't really analyse it Um, and sometimes that can be really helpful. So I thought I'd do a little podcast on it because it's been something that I've been doing recently um, and it's super helpful if like me you have those little weird days where something will just throw you off and I want to get to the point where I have such a inner peace that it really takes something big to rattle it like I don't want to just fall apart at the smallest thing or let someone a comment someone makes ruin my entire day um I really want to take this time to kind of work on that and build on that so that when life does become hectic again my inner peace isn't disturbed I basically the other day was just watching this TED talk I can't remember which one it is now um but it was about triggers and this lady spoke about how the cracks will still be there but you're just kind of putting the pieces back together 
And it reminded me of that Japanese art of like mending crockery with gold. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. It's like Kim Kim Sugi or Kim. I'm gonna butcher that, but um, look it up. It's a Japanese art of like mending um, broken or cracked crockery with gold, and it ends up making it more valuable. And I thought that was like the perfect analogy for what I'm talking about, which is when we are broken down by something, be it a life event, um, what we've got going on at the moment is pretty traumatic for a lot of people. Um, It can break us at the time. Um, And sometimes it can be into a thousand pieces and sometimes it might just be a small crack. Um, (laughs) Sorry, my mind went elsewhere then. I really need to get my head out of the toilet um but I um and now I've lost my train of thought as you can tell I just want to put a bit of a disclaimer out here right now I am so tired today and I've got no idea why after that podcast I did about having my sleep pattern all sorted out um today I've just woken up and I feel like if I closed my eyes right now I could literally fall asleep um so if I just sound a little bit more docile than normal that's why um But yeah, what was I saying? So it can either shatter us or just, you know, a little crack might appear. It might just kind of shake us a little bit. And I think a lot of us try to then mend ourselves to the point of what we were before. And that just physically isn't possible because you've broken out of your mould. Something has changed your life be it good or bad, um, and you're never going to be that same form ever again. But what we can do is fix what's been broken and make your life and your mental health and your physical health much more strong and valuable and beautiful from all of that trauma. And I just really loved that analogy. Um, And it made me rethink how I see sort of the traumatic events in my life because without those I wouldn't be the person I am today and it's made me hold so much more value for like my mental health now that it's good again. So I've kind of taken this time to work on more triggers and they can be like tiny little things. When I've actually had the chance to kind of mull it over, um, I question why... I ended up reacting like that like why did it affect me so much Um, and I sit and I write down the thoughts as they come into my head like this I think we struggle because we think we need a therapist to like sit us down and talk to us about all these things and sometimes yes therapy is completely the right route and you should try it if you think you want to because therapy literally changed my whole life so I I wouldn't say don't do that but I think there's things that we can do personally that we don't, that we kind of take for granted. Like just sitting in silence with your thoughts sometimes. All the answers are in there. All a therapist has ever done to me is prize out what I knew deep down anyway um, and made sense of it. So after a bit of time, I could then naturally kind of do that myself. Um because I think a lot of the time we just expect to have the answers instantly and sometimes it takes a bit more thought and a bit more 
silence to do that so sit with your thoughts so say something I'm going to give you an example so I can make more sense but say you were getting on with your day everything was going completely smoothly um everything was great and then you get something wrong like the the potatoes burn of the dinner you've just made (laughs) um and you've got to start again um that originally a little situation like that would have thrown me I don't know I would have gone into a complete meltdown just over that um and it wasn't actually about the potatoes the potatoes aren't what triggered me what triggered me is that I felt like a failure so the potatoes burning was just a kind of it affirmed it in my head that I was a failure and I'd be like, oh, I'm not good at anything and blah, blah. And from an outside perspective, everyone was like, my God, you're totally overreacting. Like, we can just peel some more potatoes. Like, this is fine. But I had such deep-rooted issues with my self-esteem that that was enough to throw me off um, because I was striving to be perfect and that doesn't really exist. But it took me to sit down and actually think, was it the potatoes burning that actually annoyed me, or was it something else? Um, And that takes a bit of thought, but it's totally worth it if you can do it, just sit, because just being, like, a bit curious about why you react how you react, like, we're all humans, and we're kind of weird sometimes, (laughs) Um, and we we react very weirdly to things, but it's always completely valid, and it means that your body is giving you and your mind is giving you a sign that something isn't quite right, if you're overreacting at something that normally you wouldn't be, um, hormones can also have a lot to do with it, and I will get someone on the podcast to talk about this, but most of the time it's because you've got enough, you've got too much going on in your head, and you haven't given yourself enough time to sort sort through it all, um, and it can kind of surface in very weird ways. Um... So yeah, I think I think triggers are a good thing. I think they show they shine a light on things that we need to work on, which is really fun because when you work through it, you're a better person at the end and um you deal with things a lot better. So a trigger for me recently has been exercise. When I go for a walk, I have to really 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 push myself to not look at the steps that I'm doing on my phone because it's like a measurement that I'm I I kind of it's it's another trigger and I know it's a trigger for me but it also is very very obvious to me why that might be a trigger right now because my anorexia is directly linked to me being out of control and this situation in the world right now is very 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 out of control So the other day I sat down, I wrote down the trigger. The trigger is when I go for a walk, I want to walk until I reach a certain number of steps. And if I don't do that, I feel like a failure. So why is that? And then I really broke it down. And when I got to the crux of it, it was that I feel slightly out of control. And these numbers on a phone give me a sense of control. So what can I do that isn't that? that will give me a sense of calm because that's what I'm really looking for. I'm not looking for 
control. I don't want to be able to control everything in my life. That would be really stressful if I was in control of everything. So what I actually want is to not feel anxious because this situation is anxiety driven right now. So me going for a walk is one of those tools, which is why it's so... People that have suffered with an eating disorder or any sort of orthorexia will understand where I'm coming from when I'm saying this thing that makes you ill is also the thing that can that you need to do to keep you healthy and it's very frustrating so me going for a walk needs to be my like decompress like I'm going out for a walk to be in nature to breathe to get away from my desk to not be on my phone to listen to my podcast um to have my own space for an hour so I focus on it being that and then I really listen and don't act on what I'm thinking so if I then think oh I wonder how many steps I've done like halfway through my walk I don't act on it I allow that thought to be there and it can natter away but I don't give in to it I kind of just go okay that's really interesting you'd think that Liv I wonder why that is are you stressed like I question it um and then I'm like, yeah, I am. I am a bit stressed. I've had quite a long day. I've, I've had a lot of emails. Okay, cool. So let's just keep walking. This is why you're out for this walk. I'm kind of like talking myself through it in my head. I'm like, that's why we're out for this walk. You're going to take a deep breath. So I take a massive deep breath and I carry on walking. And I think it doesn't matter what those numbers say, because that is not the reason you are going out for a walk right now. The reason you're going out for a walk is because it's going to give you some mental clarity and it, I just talk myself back down from that trigger point. And I'm hoping I'm making some sort of sense. But I think that if I train myself enough that I do that, I will then not, eventually, that won't be a, that won't even be a thought anymore. Because when I'm out, I'm training my brain like, this is what we do when we go outside. We breathe, we look at nature, we don't think about the numbers that are on my phone, we're listening to the podcast I'm listening to, we're listening to music, we're smiling at the person that just walked past me, at a distance obviously, social distancing. Um, But that's like quite, I mean that's an example of something that's come up recently and I thought, "Mm, that's really interesting. I wish I'd done some sort of like behaviour, psychology course because I just find it so interesting. Um... But yeah, I know myself enough to know what could trigger me as well that is unnecessary. So I don't put myself in situations that I know are going to trigger me. Um, It's the ones that are surprised, the kind of pop up that surprise me that I work on. So like I wouldn't go out of my way to trigger myself to try and sort it out. (laughs) Like there's no, that's just a, I don't know, that's just stressful. But like I said, with my walks, like I don't want to just stop walking because that'd be the easy thing to do, right? Oh, walking triggers me. Okay, I won't do that. I'll just sit at home. But I know that that also is very counterintuitive because my mental health would decline if I didn't get outside. So I have to work out a way of being tolerant to these things and not allowing it to disturb my inner peace. Um, I will you know, work on ones that pop up because I think it's going to be, it's just so valuable to do that work for yourself. And right now we've got a lot of time, 
um, that would have been filled with a lot of noise before. So I think it's the perfect time to do that. And obviously, uh, I want to put a little disclaimer that if you are really suffering, um, you don't have to do this alone. I'm going to put some resources in the notes for sort of counsellors and little resources and, you know, don't think you have to do this by yourself. And if it feels like a massive job, then don't. Um, I'm talking to the people out there that kind of feel like they're intrigued at why they're triggered by stuff and they want to do the work on themselves and it's they don't need like immediate help for something. Um, because you know, if you're if you're really suffering, please go and speak to someone. Because therapy was the best thing I've ever done, and the reason why I can do all of these things and I have all of these tools is because I did therapy. Um, personally, I did CBT therapy, but there's tons out there. So, and if also if you're with a therapist right now and it's not really working, I highly suggest looking elsewhere for a different type of therapy, or you know um a, just a different person because I had a therapist before the one I see now um completely different there were completely different people completely different strategies completely different way of speaking even um and it all made a difference I didn't really have any um progress with the first therapist and then with this as soon as I started seeing the second one it was like fast tracking me through this like I just felt so much better within like even a couple of weeks so stick with it if you're at home now and you've been triggered by something today maybe just take five with a notebook write down what triggered you write down why like how it made you feel um what thoughts popped up straight after that incident happened watch how kind you are being to yourself with those thoughts if they're really um unkind that normally shows there's some sort of like trauma based trigger um or something that isn't helpful and then try and just be curious and figure out how you can maybe put some steps in to allow you to work on that and allow you to kind of see things from a different perspective I hope this made some sort of sense. It was a bit of a ramble, wasn't it? Um, As always, I am always here if you need someone to talk to. My DMs are open. Um, There is resources in the show notes if any of you have been upset by anything I've spoken about or you are interested in finding some therapy. Just Google therapists in your local area. Like, that's that's where I started. Just start the process because... The sooner you work on these triggers, the quicker you will be a happier, peaceful person. And we all deserve that, don't we? Um, Anyway, I hope you have a great rest of the week. Um, I've got some exciting things lined up for this podcast. um, So I'm super excited. I'm not going to talk about it too soon because I have a habit of doing that. Just kind of going, yeah, I'm doing this. And then plans change. So (laughs) I'm not going to speak too soon. But um. Yeah, some really exciting stuff and um, I look forward to chatting to you next week. Bye guys.